all right all right welcome back welcome back welcome back to the excuse me brother podcast show i'm your bro your your host brother jay thank you the bro i am the bro i am the bro and to my my immediate right we have a special guest but i'll get him in a second but to my far right what's up i'm the bro i'm tay brother tay (laughs) and with us i'm listen with us this is a special episode because we have a special guest we have with us mr the, the the mr youtube a youtuber content creator he's a a a, a stand-up comedian he is a a budding entrepreneur he is a a budding fashion uh fashionista uh-huh. is that the top is that the proper term uh, i wouldn't know uh-huh. I, I i i don't know where you were going with that one <laughs> listen you listen you isn't fashionista someone who makes a line or someone I think, who I, models i, I just I think, know I somebody in fashion yeah that's what i got uh, that's what i okay. thought baristas i was okay. like oh yeah. we make coffee now i work <laughs> yeah, I, no, I'm not, at bobby's not, apartment <laughs> stores so i don't know okay he's a budding uh Closing developer. Let's go with that one. Okay. All right. All right. We have us with Mr. Dave Antoine, also known as the the diligent, the vigilant, meticulous, sagacious, conscientious, analytical, methodical individual, the Chiseled Adonis. Wow, you actually remembered that. That's why I practiced that. You are the first one to pull that off. You know that? You didn't really say it in the the speed, but a round of applause (laughs) for you. A lot of people, they they don't get it right. They they, they twist on their tongue. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I can imagine. You've got to say it three times in a row. Diligent, vigilant, meticulous, sagacious, conscientious, analytical, methodical, individual. The Chiseled Adonis. He already showing out. Damn. That's his title. That's his show. That's his show. It'd be kind of wild if he didn't know. Uh, wait, real Not quick. that bad. How, how did you come up with that? Oh, I was just sitting, um, ironically enough, I believe this was when I tried to shoot my own podcast. Mm-hmm. When I Within the first three months of me starting social media. And I wasn't too sure what was going on. So literally live, because I did everything just in one take. Mm. So I was just sitting there like, huh, I need an intro. So I'm just, I, I was thinking to myself, just different words that came to my mind. And those words came to my mind. So I said, all right. Diligent, vigilant, meticulous, those are all, you know, fairly similar. Now, they may not sound the same, but the definitions are very close together. Mm-hmm. So, and then uh, um, sagacious and, and what are the diligent, vigilant, meticulous, sagacious, conscientious, those two um, were somewhat similar as well. So, right. I said, okay, I'll use those, methodical individual, mm-hmm. and put it all together, and then bam, I leave Chiseled Adonis at the end, add that on top, and then <laughs> that was the introduction. Works out. It yeah. works out. Yeah, it yeah. definitely worked out. <laughs> Uh, how did you come up with Chiseled Adonis? Ah, okay. So there's a throwback story. Okay, so this goes back to fourth grade. So um, I was in fourth grade. I'll make it short so it's not too long-winded. But um, I was in fourth grade. I remember I went to school. I don't know if my mother had gotten me some new lotion or something <laughs> of that nature or if I took my father's lotion. I don't know what the deal was. But I went to school, and there was some young lady who was there, and she said, Ooh, you smell good. I'm like, oh my! I've never received a compliment like this before. And that's Things are coming. Forever. Oh, oh, absolutely. absolutely! Things are coming up Millhouse. And then she also went along the lines to say I was attractive. So, oh wow! See, now I know you're lying, but I'll take the compliment. <laughs> so I went back to class. I had my feet up on the desk, and then uh, I'll never forget my teacher, Miss Esposito. Shout out to her. You know she did crack, but um, she um, she had told me, hey, why do you have your feet up on the table? And I was like, well, so and so said I I looked cute. And I smelled nice. Mm-hmm. She said, oh, you think you're some kind of Adonis? I'm like, the hell does Adonis mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so then she said, oh, it means the god of beauty. I'm like, 
I'll take it. So from that particular point, Adonis became my password on um because <laughs> this was back in two thousand three, no yeah. two thousand four. Uh-huh. So um this one we were just starting to oh, use the space. internet and things of that nature. Yeah. So it was uh, it was on my um um awesome. on my it was my password for everything. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what my username was. It was probably my name or numbers or some shit like that. Most but then afterwards, um when I got to high school, I started playing football. My sophomore year, I got in crazy shape because mm-hmm. I went to high school. I was like one hundred and thirty five pounds. By the time my sophomore year started, I had put on like twenty pounds of muscle. So I started to get in shape and my coach um coach marinello um that's my guy he he never did crack but he um he had told me oh yo you're getting chiseled so i said hmm okay so then that became my new username for everything so my password was adonis my username was chiseled Mm. so then from that particular point once i um got done with high school and then i needed you know, I was um, make it for the student loans that I should have never took out. I needed to have a username <laughs> right on, YouTube, not on there. <laughs> I needed to have a username on there on my Nelnet, and then Chisels and Donuts became the username, and I just rolled with that up until now. So I've I've had the name. I put it together in 20, 2012, mm-hmm. and then since then, Chisels and Donuts been rolling with it. High school coaches, high school football coaches, given the best nicknames. They <laughs> do. See, he he played high school football. I played lacrosse, so it was really yeah. Wow. Yeah, so, it, what was that like? Because I know the hand eye coordination has that, that, got to be cri- Well, not really hand, more like the, stick. the net, <laughs> yeah. stick, stick eye. Yeah. Co- so, yeah, it, it is, it is like, it's, it's, a, it's a skill that you have to learn. You know what I mean? Because oh, yeah. you got to cradle, you got to pass, and you got to do it with both hands. You yeah. know what I mean? So, it's not like. Were you, were you a defender with the longer stick, no, or no, you no, was no, attacker? See, no, no, I was an attack. Because okay. I'm, I'm too short to be a, a defenseman. You know what I mean? Look, the, I the stick is taller than me. I mean, no, but still, like, the stick is six feet tall. The stick is six foot yeah, tall. Yeah, for defenders. All yeah, right. It so, is. you know. Interesting. <laughs> so if somebody ever brings, you know, inanimate objects to life, sticks about to be in the NBA. They're going to be playing guard somewhere. <laughs> yeah, that's six Take it on Kemba Walker. Golly. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That brother <laughs> not clutch. So let's, let's rewind all the way back to the beginning. You know, uh, you, obviously you were born of Haitian immigrants, right? Mm-hmm. Um, in Brooklyn. Oh, yeah. Uh, what part of Brooklyn? Um, we were in East Flatbush up until I was about six, but I lived in Mill Basin ever since. I have no idea what Mill Basin is. By Kings Plaza. Oh. Oh yeah. Oh, I know what Kings Plaza is at. Oh, look yeah. at you learning. Huh? What? <laughs> okay, so He's real quick. About Brooklyn. Real quick. He disrespects me on a daily basis. Every time we come here. Oh, really? Every time. Ah, so that's how it meshes. I don't know what he's talking about. Okay, so you like the level head, I'm going to stay calm, and you want to, I'm going to attack him and make it work. That's like the yin and yang. That's, I like it. That's, I like it. And actually. that's kind of how we <laughs> developed the show. Okay. Because real quick, real quick backstory on the, um, on the title of the show, because uh, <laughs> we actually never explained this. Mm. We never got a chance to explain it. So me and him used to work together oh, at Target, right? right? Mm-hmm. And in the beginning, I couldn't stand his ass. <laughs> that's how most friendships work. That's how that's how it started. I because I was his trainer. Mm-hmm. You were a trainer. I was his, yeah. I was Damn. his team trainer. He was there longer than me. Oh, uh, <laughs> so you you he was about to become your he, you were gonna be his replacement. Then. I technically I was supposed to be. Oh, but there it is. That's I usually mean, how that he, he actually surpassed me. He you know because I wound up leaving Target before he did. Mm-hmm. But I trained him in the beginning. He was slow, he mm-hmm. was lazy, and he was quiet. Mm-hmm. Three combinations, and he followed me around everywhere. So I'm like, ah. so I'm like, bro, if you're gonna follow me around, you gotta work and you gotta talk to me. All right, I can't just be doing all the talking, all the Damn. working. <laughs> the sad part is, I was mostly just listening, so I knew what to do. Yeah, because I was just replaying it in my head. But so he couldn't eventu- stand it. Eventually, <laughs> eventually, <laughs> eventually, then he got me to talk after like yeah. maybe 
two, three weeks after I figured out everything. And I was like, all right, now I'm comfortable in everything. Now I started to talk. <laughs> so you, you never spoke because you were uncomfortable. I wasn't, I wouldn't say uncomfortable because in my head, it like, this was a lot of stuff to learn about Target. And Target was a huge, like, yeah. it spent the whole parking lot on top. If you ever go to the Target in the Bronx, it's mm-hmm. near the Oh, the Queen. Bronx? Yeah, the Queen. Oh, God bless you, bro. I'm happy you escaped. You still there? <laughs> yes. No, God, the Target? Wait. No, not the Target. Oh, thank God. You, wait, you still in the Bronx? <laughs> yeah. That's oh, no. That's where we I didn't notice. We got, hands, we got sanitizer. <laughs> I came from the Bronx? Damn. I shouldn't agree to that. Excuse me, brother. Y'all ain't let me He's know. Got it. He's See, got there it. you go. Yeah, Look, you yeah, already talked to me for two, with ten minutes. You already learned, you already used the title. Oh, well, there it is. Because that's, okay, so... You you saw the Dave Chappelle Netflix specials, right? Uh, yeah, I didn't see the one he just released. I think I, I, like two days ago. Well, you, you saw the first one, right? Yeah. So in that uh, in that stand up, he was talking about how he was supposed to go to Flint, Michigan, but mm-hmm. he wound up going to the Oscars, right? Yeah. And at the Oscars, he got confronted by an independent black journalist, and he walked up to him saying, uh, "Excuse me, brother, brother, can I get a minute of your time?" He was like, "Any times somebody calls you brother too many times, you know something bad about to happen." Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? So me and him <laughs> will walk up to each other at work saying. Excuse me, brother. Brother, can I get him? Time. That's how we would greet each other. And I ignore him. <laughs> I would run away faster. <laughs> so normally it has something me doing extra work. Damn. So he's in. He he went to school for uh, broadcast journalism. I went to school for business. So he was like, you know what? Let's put it together. And ah, okay. And. Yes, excuse me, brother, brother. Podcast was was born. Now he came up with the title because he uh-huh. even. I want you to know he didn't tell me nothing. I just uh, you he just was, pulled just, up. He was, excuse me, brother. Mm-hmm. I literally. I found I, I found the Brooklyn podcast. Yeah, this whole studio, which is very lovely, mm-hmm. and I'm happy I work here now as well. Ah, nice. <laughs> oh, so you no longer at Target? You just you work here? I work here in some other jobs. I can't All right. tell you where some I other jobs. Oh, I keep busy. I, I can't right. tell you where I work. Damn. <laughs> we're not gonna talk about that. No, 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 I, I, I'll just, I'll just. He's gonna laugh. No. You, strip, you strip on Tuesdays? <laughs> no, I used to. I <laughs> what? Okay, we'll get into that. I can't. Nah, we'll get into it now. Hold on, wait a minute. I can't <laughs> design Excuse brother. Was Chisel Donuts the name? Hmm? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I actually, I actually work for the MTA. So. Oh, do you? Yes. Damn, and yeah. you still getting delayed. <laughs> That's you wild. see the pain. Oh, the I know firsthand. Damn. So you in the train or you on the bus? Neither. What? What, what other MT? Well, he's the tr- he's on the track. I'm on the you, track. You on the track? Oh, you 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 one of the laborers? Yeah. Putting your life on the line on the third rail. Not not on it, but yeah, close to it. Damn. Yeah. Have you ever have you ever been tempted? Like, I want to see what that electricity hitting for. Nah, I never. I uh, I've heard of incidents. I yeah, I would have. Like, I would have as well. Because well. when I was younger, I used to. I was huge like Pokemon fan. Still am. Yeah. But I would see. I'd see Pikachu shock people. Like, man, I wonder what that, that feel like. like. <laughs> and then I'd be seeing like homeless people mess around. They get electrocuted and shit. I'm like, yeah, that shit don't look cool. Man. <laughs> that, that don't look cool. Never seen that. I never seen homeless get yeah, shocked. I, I mean, I ain't but seen I, it with my own eyes. But you, you know, the internet it. got everything. Mm. But no, it's 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 nothing to play with. It's 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 very serious. People have obviously died. Mm. Uh, it's, it's very serious work. It's very dangerous work. So, But as you can see, what it did to me today, that's, yeah. that's the trade-off. So let's go back to the, the beginning, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, what did you always want to be when you, um, when you were you know, coming up as an adolescent? Did you want to play football professionally? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I had huge dreams of, mm-hmm. uh, of playing football a professional. I played in high school, played in college. Mm. Um, and then it came to a point where um, I kind of had that realization moment like, damn. Cause I went to I went to um community college first. Mm-hmm. Well, it wasn't necessarily community college. It was um a JUCO, mm-hmm. 
So because it was a JUCO, you're playing a system where it's like it's a two-year college. Mm -hmm. And they play other like ranked community colleges. But this one in particular wasn't an actual community college. But they were just in the same. It was in the JUCO system. It was in the JUCO system. And they had just came off of a championship. They were constantly sending players to different sort of, whether it's D2, D1, D3, stuff of that. Yeah, I went to um, Alfred State College. Oh, yeah. And I was was playing up there. And then my first, my very first game, in college, I started because the starting receiver he had gotten hurt. Oh, you were so wide I started. Receiver. Yeah, I played wide receiver. Okay. I was so I was um, guessing other wide receiver D back based oh, on yeah, the way yeah, you told one, me. Yeah, it was one of the other. <laughs> yeah, it was one of the other. <laughs> so um and I, I I was like, all right, this is great. I'm starting. I have an opportunity. Get stuff done. Very first game, I had a catch on the opening drive. Never had the ball thrown my direction for the rest of the season. But um when uh the start had came back, the coach I'll never forget this because it bothers me till this day. He had told me he's like, all right, great. We're going to start him. And I'm like, all right, because initially I was supposed to start on the, the, um, as the Z rather than the X. I started at the X because mm-hmm. the X got hurt. Mm-hmm. He said, rather than put you at the Z and you'll start over there, I'd rather keep you behind him at the X because you know all the plays. Mm-hmm. And I sat there like, that don't make no sense. <laughs> That's stupid. You're telling me I'm, I'm so educated in the offense that I got to stay on the bench? That's dumb, right? So um, when that happened, I was – we, as we were going through the entire season, going into the following season, um, and then I was I didn't start the, the following season, but I was just in rotation. But then it was constantly balls not coming my way, the ball not coming my way, the ball not being thrown my way. Mm-hmm. And then the games in which it is thrown my way, it's not coming frequently. Now, granted, I'm not somebody who's going to beg, you know, throw the football, things like that. But I'm like, damn, at least Terrell give me a chance, <clears throat> you know, give me a chance to do something. So it got yeah. to a point where I, I was a guy who loved practice. Like, I loved the game of football. You never had to try. I, I never had to feel like, oh, wake up in the morning. I got practice. <laughs> I got practice. Like in the I would, oh. I would leap out of bed, no matter how, what my body felt like. Didn't matter. I was the when when getting ready for training camp, my third year in college, I hesitated. And that was the first time I ever hesitated in my entire life really? to possibly go to practice because I knew um I had about a week until training camp started because I had to go travel to go upstate to go to school. Mm-hmm. So within a week, and I had been training all summer. And everything. And I'm like, man, this is my opportunity. All those other people that the coaches loved and kept putting Put in, in front, front of me. me. And everybody, I, this is my spot to start. The yeah. other coaches, they were telling me, like, going through um, spring training and everything, I was in a position where I'd, I'd be the starter. Yeah. And I put in all this work, and I'm like, yo, I'm hesitating. Why am I hesitating? So then I would go to the field. I'm running my, my wind sprints, everything of that nature. But then now it's like, I don't know if I want to go back. And I love the game too much. So because I love the game so much, I'm like, I don't want to go go there and feel like I'm going through the motions. That's disrespectful to the game. I put in, at this particular point, six years mm-hmm. of my life into this thing. If, I, if I'm hesitating now, I'm probably going to hesitate later. Mm-hmm. So then once that happened, I'm like, yeah, I got to figure out what, what it is that I want to do with my life because football ain't going to work out. And I had two years of eligibility left. We transitioned after my first year into a D3 school my second year. <clears throat> right. So I would have to have, in for all intents and purposes, one spectacular season my junior year Dang. to get a transfer like to like a D1 to a D1 or D2. Well, not, I can't even really say. D2. If I were to go to D2, it'd have to be like one of the top-ranked D2s. Yeah, like, and then we're in a situation where our quarterback was a senior who had transferred back my sophomore year to finish his his because uh, he had got he was a sophomore he won the championship with them got a scholarship went somewhere else for his junior year ended up coming back. Um, so when that was the case, I'm like, all right, 
great, we had a quarterback now who knows the system. That was my second year, but then it was still the ball being thrown in rotation, not coming my way. So my junior year, when I decided I wasn't going back, they were still going through a phase where they didn't know who was going to be playing quarterback. Mm. So now I'm going into what should be the most important season of my life without a starting quarterback without a starting starting quarterback no questions regarding well a ton of questions regarding the offensive line um we still got a great sensational running back but the way that things are looking they're going to just keep handing him the football telling to make plays yeah exactly so since that's the reality of the situation i'm like yo damn i'm back up against the wall here and i'm not I, i i i'm not in a position where i could just keep paying out of pocket to you know go to school right so now it's like damn do i take a year off and then try to come back I don't think I want to do you that. Set yourself back by yeah. doing that, and I know, so, I'm yeah. sorry. I know how athletes are. Like mm-hmm. once you get into that mode, you try to stay in that mode mm-hmm. instead of, you know, coming like taking a year off and then that's, that's, try to get back into it. It's the same thing with uh, students in general. Like some mm-hmm. people who don't go to college right after high school, they'd be like, "Damn, do I really want to go back to school? I'm gonna take a year off and get back into it, or do I'm just gonna keep going through it?" Because that's what I did. I I just went through it, even though I kind of didn't really know if I, like, confirmed, strongly believe if I wanted to go to college mm-hmm. or if I was going to take a year off, maybe work or something, or if I was going to join the military. But I just, like, stayed through it. So I can understand, like, how that will put you in a position like, damn, I'm at a crossroads now. Oh, yeah. That's oh, a, yeah. That's a hell of a position to be in because even, like, even the thing, like, someone who would just take someone off, like, you can ask anybody, they take a year off for anything, they're like, it's kind of hard to go back to it. Oh, in yeah. Because you have a process. Yeah, you're mm-hmm. so used. Like, once you put yourself in that sort of mode where you're like, okay, I'm now running this as a daily schedule. Mm-hmm. Once you take it off your daily schedule, that's not planned. Because, mm-hmm. like, everyone goes to school and everyone has a summer vacation. Yeah. And you take three months off. Once you take, like, four months off of school, you're like, do I really want to go to school? I can yeah. Do job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. This, bills this bill got paid themselves. They ain't going to pay themselves. Yeah. Because yeah. that, routine, <clears throat> that routine is so essential. Like, if you look at the maturation of children getting into, turning into adults and going through, you know, whether it's elementary to junior high to high school to college, that structure is there. Right. So because that structure is there, you take a gap year and or, or two gap years you start to you you have to reteach yourself mm-hmm. of all right um this is how i study this is how i learn this is what i do and if you were working that time that you were doing whether it's 9 to 5 or an 8 to you know to 8 to 4 or whatever that time was you now have to shift your attention span from constantly doing one thing to doing multiple different things or mm-hmm. sitting inside of a chair mm-hmm. or like the students had to deal with last year going through <laughs> virtual <laughs> learning which was brutal mm-hmm. so um, taking that gap year and throwing yourself off of that routine, it's brutal. Mm-hmm. So with me, I was like, yeah, I can't I can't take time off. But luckily for me, my um my business law professor, um one of the th- most the, one of the three most influential professors I've ever had in my life. Mm-hmm. And a uh, big shout out to Professor Rhodes. I forget his first name. I probably it'll probably pop in my mind. I'll just say when like you get a month it. from now. Say when yeah. you get Oh yeah, it. absolutely. Uh but he had told me, um, he pulled me to the side towards the tail end of the semester. I had a B plus in his class at the time. And he pulled me at the um, the end of the semester. He was like, yo, um, this was like two weeks out. He said, yo, what are you doing here? And I was like, all right. That took me, uh, I was a bit taken back. I'm like, what you mean? I'm here to get my degree. I'm in your business law class. This wait, is what we're quick. doing here. Were you trying to study business? Uh, yeah, I was um, in business administration. Okay. Um, okay. And then I had shifted it to, um, no, I think this was afterward. No, this was during the same semester. I had shifted it to uh, sports management. But it was business administration. Um, and then um, I was in that program. And then he had he had asked me, like, yo, what are you doing here? I'm like, well, I'm here to get my degree. He's like, no, no, no. 
do you not realize what you do in class? I'm like, what do you mean? And he would run down, he ran down a list of the ways that I was entertaining in class, like the subtle things that I would do to not only make myself laugh, but make everybody else laugh. And I never gave it any thought because I wasn't necessarily the class clown per se, because usually with the class clown, they go out of their way to make people oh, laugh. Yes. I was just the person who was just like, I would just say something, it's hilarious, motherfuckers is losing their mind. Yeah. They laughing and stuff. So I'm like, okay. Um, and he ran it down. He's like, yo, go, you should probably, not to you know take you off of your course that you're on, but maybe down the line, I could really see you in entertainment. So I'm like, hmm, that's interesting. So he said, go back to your room, do like a life reflection and look through your entire life and see if there was a constant with this entertainment that you do. So I was like, okay, hmm. I thought back, I went back to my room and I sat there in complete silence, darkness. Because my, my roommate, he played football too. Mm -hmm. So he was at practice at the time. I, I wasn't playing football. So I'm sitting there in like the dark for two hours, just going through my entire life from elementary to junior high to high school to now at that particular point in college. I'm like, yo, the one constant is comedy. It's always been comedy. So I'm like, wait, yo, I think he's on to something. Mm -hmm. So immediately, I didn't even give it a second thought. I didn't consult nobody. I went straight to my um, academic advisor. I said, yo, um, switch my degree from a four year to a two year. I got to get up out of here. Mm -hmm. Right. But I'm not going to leave with that. I'm not going to just, yo, I'm dropping out. Let me just pick up something from my parents. I'll say, <laughs> all right, I got a degree, whatever. So luckily I had enough credits to where I could finish that very, um, that semester, very semester, just get nice. my associates and get up out of there. Okay. So then that's, that's, that's what I did. And then um, I knew I couldn't just make the lateral move to go straight into comedy because you need money to try to fund yourself. Because mm -hmm. before I even thought about YouTube, it was immediately stand-up. That was number one. I'm like, yeah, there's no way that I'm going to be able to get on stages for free and all this stuff because it's New York nah, City. Yeah, there's right. no way people is not trying to make this. The New York you know, City has their own rules. Where yeah. They're like, oh, you need to bring people that buy five yeah. drinks at the mill. Absolutely. The Absolutely. You got to have like a, a there, there, there's a bringer shows. They got to open mics. Some mics, they're free. Some other mics you got to pay for. So I'm like, you know what? I'll take a year. I'll take the entire 2015. I'll work, save up my money. And then 2016, 110% straight in comedy. That's exactly what I did. Any questions? Nice. I'd like the, the idea of just a professor like telling him like, I want you to go to your class. I want you to go to your room and just reflect on your life. Cause like normally when you, it's not you don't normally get that from professor mm -hmm. you normally get it from a, like co coaches because mm -hmm. that's what because uh, when um the fact that I got into radio was because of my track and field coach in college so normally you'll hear things like that from your coaches never from professor that was the shocking part to me mm -hmm. you know that's a good professor it's it's funny because some of my college professors <laughs> they they didn't they didn't have those life conversations with us mm -hmm. you know what I mean it was for a lot of them it was just business as usual you know what I mean because. I went to I went to St. John's in Queens. You know what I mean? It's yeah. it's it's a big school. Mm -hmm. It's got what like thirty thousand kids, all paying absorbent <laughs> amounts of money. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Student I can't loans. I can't handle all of you. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's like the fact that you were able to get that from a coach like this brother said it's professor or coach. I mean the fact you're able to get it from anyone. Because mm -hmm. you said you had three. Yeah, I got so three. You had three people that were able to assist you like that. Some people were lucky enough they get one and two. One, exactly. Mm -hmm. So you know, kudos to those people who were influ influential in your lives. Uh, speaking of influential, you, you said you, went, you wanted to go straight into comedy, right? Yeah. I know your favorite all-time comedian is the late, great Patrice O'Neill, correct? Yeah. It, uh, first of all, do you try to model your uh, comedic routine after him? Or, and or it, your style. Or your, yeah, your style, I'm sorry. Uh, if, if so, 
why and also who are the others that may have that you may try to model yourself after um i wouldn't say i model myself after um him because i think it's something that can't be replicated mm-hmm. but um there's certain things that he would do that i try to incorporate like number one i have to address whatever it is that i see in the room because the one thing that patrice did was it's he was impossible it, it, it was impossible to get him in a in a room get him on the stage with the mic in his hand and he would see something and not address it that's very like if true. there's if there's a lady who just like they're serving drinks or whatever in the back of the room and you just saw oh no the server just poured the drink on her by accident and she didn't yell or but you can see the gasp and somebody turns their head around to look at it. Oh, I got to speak about that. Oh, absolutely. Forget the jokes. We got to address what just happened. <laughs> but funny enough, someone's going to look at it. When this comes on on YouTube, on your channel or, my, or mm-hmm. the channels, both of them, someone's going to be like, why was it? They're going to look at me. As soon as you say, oh, that's just more crack. And they're going to just see my eyes <laughs> like, wait, hold on. We can't just sit. And we yeah. just go by it. I'm like, oh, we just, all right, cool. Yeah, like, yeah. Cool. That's the number one thing that I applied from, for, that I had learned Absolutely. from him. Because there was a ton of comedians who do it. Like, right. everybody does crowd work for the most part. Mm-hmm. But um, with Patrice, it was it was on a whole other level. Because his crowd work would almost be funnier than his jokes. So it's like, how the hell you come up with this stuff on the fly? So on I'm like, fly. you know what? The one thing that I'm going to make sure I incorporate is that. Mm-hmm. And then the, the second thing that I had gotten from Patrice is, in comedy... It's not always about everybody laughing. Mm. The one thing that you have to get accustomed to is that silence. Because when when you're in a, when, when when you're speaking to the crowd and you got them pretty much in the palm of your hand and they're listening to everything that you're saying, that's power right there. But there's times in which some jokes aren't going to hit. And as Patrice always talked about, power corrupts. So the moment that the joke don't hit, if they can sense your uncomfortability with what just happened, like damn, this hits everywhere. It ain't hit here. They notice that you're starting to crack under pressure. Oh, they're going to turn on you. Mm-hmm. Now nah, they're not going to laugh at nothing. <laughs> Just to see where it goes. Just to see where it goes. Like, oh, I want to see how this person, see if they crack under pressure. So what I got from Patrice was, oh, no, you got you to gotta stay true. I mean, hell, if the people, if they're not rolling with it, you don't let it affect you at all. Mm-hmm. You make it seem like it's nothing to you. So hey, I'm bombing up here. All right, it is what it is. We're going to still roll with everything. And then if I got to adjust and now I'm just talking to the people, I do that too. But I got that, I got that um, um, from Patrice. And then other comedic influences, I got Bill Burr, um, is Bill Burr, Chappelle, of course. I've got to have Chappelle in there. Um, with Kevin Hart, it's more energy with Kevin Hart. Forget the jokes, but it's more energy <laughs> with, with, with Kevin Hart. And the one thing that I, I definitely had um, that I could take away from him is uh, quotables. Because okay, yes. like when you think, all right, all right, he's like, yes. st- he, you think about okay. all right, all right, all right. You don't mm-hmm. even think about Matthew McConaughey no more. Or you the funny thing is you don't even think about Kevin's dad. You no, think about you him. <laughs> you want to go night night? Like it's it's yeah. it's Kevin. It's right. Kevin Hart. So when you have quotables, that now you could you could you could watch his entire special, not remember a single joke, but you'll remember those quotables. Mm-hmm. So I got that from Kevin Hart as well. So make sure when you know you're doing your, your set, you incorporate some quotables in there as well. And then um there, there's uh Patrice, Bill Burr, Kevin Hart, Dave Chappelle, um who else would I say? Who else would I say? This is a great list. Um, Very great list. I'd love to watch this on George, Netflix. Uh, uh, Carlin, George Carlin. <laughs> oh, Carlin um, was that dude, it, honestly, for me, I always had him above prior. 
I really wow. enjoy. Yeah, excuse I, me, brother. Yeah, I had him above above. <laughs> pro, I know the pro blacks. Like, what you, you put a Caucasian man? <laughs> Whoa! Above. That's yeah, but I'm him. I, if you, I, I'm willing to listen to anything if you give me a reason. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I would listen I listen to him over, over prior now we're fair on this show mm-hmm. we're fair no 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 I'm fair on this show no. <laughs> we are fair I'm not fair with you okay There's a di- we are this show he didn't know who Sonata Lathan was I wanted to fight him oh my yes I you need to, to understand him. I don't know celebrities I like that to fair enough him. Fair so enough. like him saying celebrity names like he's mad he's mad about all these things I'm like I don't know any celebrities I don't mm. just go to watch them and be like oh I know that celebrity Dude, I walk. I walked past Tyson Chandler one day in Manhattan. Still didn't recognize him. <laughs> you I didn't do seven foot. I would have. Yeah, but at, come on. But you at the time, I'm seven. So, oh, 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 okay. Oh, yeah, that right. makes and sense. Then, like, yeah, that makes sense. At sixteen, I walked past J.R. Smith. Now I knew J.R. Smith because he's the tallest person in a candy store. Yeah, the makes sense. Ten, so when you see a dude with a lipstick tattoo in a candy store buying, mm. did he smell one? like honey? No, because he was buying um, sugar worms. Apparently, ah, uh, damn. It's called. And also his entourage was blocking half of his face. Oh, <laughs> okay, that's man. fair. But yeah, we're that's fair. That's a better answer. He probably we're, did. Mm-hmm. We're fair on this show. <laughs> Why do you put George Carlin above Richard Pryor? I think it's just his range and 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 the amount of different. Because with, with, with Pryor, Pryor was, it was joke after joke after joke after joke after joke. Which is great. I mean, it's comedy. You're mm-hmm. supposed to go there to laugh. And if, but Carlin initially had started like that. And then he added the shift. It's like yo, I'm gonna go more into like social commentary. I'm okay. gonna have more. So with with my the reason why I take Carlin over prior is just the range that he had and the different sort of topics that he was able to talk about un- unapologetically at that. Not to say you know prior was some bum. Prior ain't no bum. I mean the way I look at the greatest of all time, um, when you put between those two, it's like a one A one B sort of situation. And wherever you rank them, mm-hmm. I have no issue with it. Like if you say you you take prior over Carlin, I got no problem. Okay. Like I'm not I'm not one of those people where I gotta have they got the indignation. Nation invigorating inside of my soul, talking about yeah, man. What you mean? You talk about this person? You gotta have my list. No, don't it hurt? Don't it? No, it hurt to be. So, <laughs> so you know, wait, wait, wait. With that, yeah, that's that's that, that's probably the primary reason why I got him uh, um in front. Okay, but it's just it's just a range. Okay. I would have to say it's a range. I, I can respect that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't respect that. Tayshawn, you, you don't know who certain people are. Some people are just <laughs> immediately recognizable. You just anyway. You got like. This is why we don't talk about this, because like you got mad at me because I don't watch movies that often. So it's the difference. No, but low-key, I'm actually with them in a sense, because for, oh. with, with, with Sanaya Lathan, like, I can recognize by name, but if she walked past me, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Like, it would take time for me to process. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, but you it's, know the name. He's just yeah, not, yeah, I don't I know, know anything. Name. Yeah, because there's most time, I wouldn't, like, I have to put the face to the name. Because the yeah. one thing is, if, if I'm you'd have to tell me the movie. And then tell me the character because their actual name. Oh, I, I did I that. I did. I I but, did that with two movies. Mm. I know, but you again. We're at to the part where I don't watch movies either. Ah, <laughs> uh, I, I see. Like this is he, this, this is like, this is my partner. This like my he's co-host. just mad because he's mad. I don't know act, uh, the actress, but he needs to understand that I don't know movies in general from time to time. Mm. So like it's not like I just got to this point and now he's just pointing. It's like no, I never even started building the block. Uh, I'd be like, this. all right, <laughs> fine, fine. You can have that. Um, I still have. It was never going. <laughs> anyway, let's get back to our guest, sir. When did YouTube become? Uh, when, when did YouTube come into play? And I'll let Tayshawn take over from there because uh-huh. I know he has a lot of questions about the, mm-hmm. the YouTube game and how you started and um, you know how it, oh, yeah, it helped uh, you build your career. No, I'm. He does research on personal life. I go back to intern life. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. So um, YouTube. This is how it started. So I had started stand up February of. 2016 
Mm-hmm. And um, the very first show that I had did, it was regular open mic, but the very first time that I had gotten on stage, it was in front of about, I'd have to say between 18 to 25 people. In New York? Uh, yeah, in New York. It was oh, in wow. Manhattan. Okay. And then um, it was just a regular open mic. It was like 5 p.m. or something like that. And I had to build up the courage to do it because I, I went to um, maybe like three open mics beforehand. I'm like, I could do this. And then when once you actually signed up and your name is getting ready to come up. And they did it by raffle. So they said, yeah, and you know, coming up um, after this person. Um, Dave Antoine, I'm like, all right, great, 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 cool, 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 cool. And I'm just sitting there like, wow. Oh, the fact you said it that many times, yeah, I already I'm knew you was freaking like, yeah, out. This, this, this about to happen. So, yeah. <laughs> um, so I had did that in front of 15 to um, between 18 and, and 25 people. So um, I'm like, okay, this is interesting. And then randomly, the following month, like a couple of weeks later, um, I was driving to the gym and it started raining. And um, people, for some apparent reason, in New York City, that weather affects people behind the wheel, so they can no longer drive effectively. <laughs> oh, no, so, they go so crazy. In case I had, I recorded myself ranting about the situation, posted it on Facebook, got a thousand views um, that same night within mm-hmm. hours. So I'm like, wait a minute, hold on. Mm-hmm. If I go and I do stand up in front of people, I'm probably I'm not seeing over thirty at this stage because I've just started. I post videos on the internet. If I can get a thousand in a night, if I'm consistent, maybe I can get to you know ten thousand, hundred thousand. And then I I always looked at it like um and I was this is the one of the reasons why I say methodical when I do my whole intro because uh, um or, or I should say uh, meticulous in a sense as well because I said all right it's a ten percent of a ten percent. Mm-hmm. If I got a thousand people who's watching me, I need a hundred to say hmm. This guy seems interesting. Of that hundred, I need ten to say, "Yo, I think I, I think I'm gonna follow this guy." And of that ten, I just need one to say, "I rock with him." So, so then, I'm that's sorry, what my, that's what the, the whole thing was. So once that kept, popped into my mind, I said, "I'm gonna do this." Yep. Not only on Facebook, but I'm gonna post on YouTube as well because I know YouTube they incentivize you at least right. with payments. Right. Facebook, you gotta get to well before they started in, in introducing you know the payments. I think like a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. for anybody. But um um I I already knew YouTube. There's a threshold. You get to that threshold, you can start getting paid. So I said, "All right, you know what? YouTube, I'm gonna start posting." And that's that's where it started. Cause no, yes. no the, the reason why I yes, kind of like look, yes, brother. Jay. I, I got I had a moment just there because you're saying cold stone. When you, you broke when you broke down that that percentage numbers, the video that actually made me follow you mm-hmm. was the MTA rant that ah, you did. Ah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. at that point, I think I had just started working. I, I what was that? Was that 2017? 2017, 2017. June, uh, January 20th. I started that July, right? Mm-hmm. And I was sitting at work and I was just scrolling through Facebook because I think you posted it on Facebook before yeah. you put it on YouTube. Mm-hmm. I was scrolling through, you know, just and somebody shared it because at that point they hadn't raised the fare yet, but they was talking about it. Yeah. And it was a big thing. It was a big thing. And somebody was like, see, this brother's on point. You know what I mean? And I sat there and I watched the video. I was dying at work. I was laughing, literally laughing my ass off. Like I was I was like, OK, yeah, I, I got to find I got to Find this brother's page because I got to listen to more of what he got to say. Mm-hmm. Say, take over. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to put that in there. <laughs> As I told you before, before we got into it, I told you I was actually a fan and I actually am. Subscribe to your channel. Oh, I watch it. It's on mine. I appreciate that. It's on you. <laughs> <laughs> so actually, to start off, I actually wanted to ask because you actually brought up your podcast before yeah. the Hold My Nuggets podcast, mm-hmm. which I saw. I saw a few episodes. I didn't get to do the whole thing because... 
Life goes crazy. Yes. <laughs> but actually, what was the start? What what you? Who was your partner in that? What made you start that podcast? Oh, so at the time, uh, Marv Glover, big shout out to him. It, it, well, he was going by Marv Glover at the time because he was mm-hmm. doing comedy. Now he's since retired from comedy and oh. he's doing credit repair, which business is booming. A crazy moves from comedy. Yo, to repair, like for real. Yeah, hey, came hey, when he told hey, me, hey, like, helping, you, helping the public, helping the public, man. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. I, listen, do, get your coins, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and th- things working out in his favor. He's able to turn six figures in seven months. I'm like, damn, maybe right. I should look at a credit repair <laughs> but, uh, or mess you up high? my credit. Then, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, but he he um we, we the two of us we were doing comedy at the time um together and we like oh, we 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 became great friends over the time period and then we always joked because he's a Cowboys fan I'm a Steelers fan yep. so we would always joke back and forth and he was the epitome of the jokes that I make about Cowboys fan it's him oh the so I'm like oh yeah, the SpongeBob thing we go into the Super Bowl so that that is literally him yeah so then since that's the case I'm like you know what um we should we should probably like see if we could just do a podcast just to do it because um we we weren't trying to do anything to you know compete in the market or anything. we just wanted to put out stuff so we can look back and laugh like that's the only reason why we had did it so that's that's literally how the, the birth of the podcast started we just sat around like yo we should should probably do something <laughs> like, yeah all right let's go to yeah you just look at like, it that's how kind of how we started just just a little bit was nah, like, they just I, as an honest note people loved i whenever he would just call me on the walkie-talkie because mm-hmm. when you're talking about walkie-talkie he would call for me on the walkie-talkie and literally, everyone's around him. Be like, they'd be like, "Yo, tell you where you at?" And I literally go like, "None of your business." Uh, <laughs> so yeah, like the interactions between me and him would just make other people laugh. And we're just like, "Okay, we can actually turn this into something." Yeah, you know what I mean, so. yeah. Also, another note because I know you're you have a lot of fights with your stuff you put on YouTube. Oh yeah, with your highlight commentary for the NFL. Mm-hmm. I know, as you know, you got the love for the sport of football as oh, yeah. we've gone through. Have you ever actually thought about doing highlights for other sports, or would this just take too much time? Um, no, I can uh, um, do it because I've done for the NBA. Um, I saw the, the some of the final ones. Yeah, yeah, I've yep. done. I've done because the NBA is tough because you're, you're getting a lot of the same things. It's like how many times can I go down to somebody's running down the floor and somebody hits a three? Like you're trying to make that exciting and yeah. make it funny. It's only so much mm. you can do with football. There's so many different things, but um, I think I've been able to develop kind of a method where I'll just talk about things outside of what's actually going on. Mm-hmm. So, um, but. I've, I've really gone into this year, went into um, fighting, boxing, UFC, mm-hmm. um, well, mixed martial arts, things of that nature. So that has really been able to take off um, on the channel because I jumped. I entered this year with 200,000 and now I'm at like 273. Oh, nice. No, three on um, 373. Nice. So I've been able to like really, you know, boost it, but primarily because of, you know, boxing and and uh, MMA. So um, I've been venturing into a bunch of different sports and just commentary on regular, you know, yeah. Ordeals, but with YouTube, I kind of got to cut back on certain things because they this will is, give you a strike. I want you to know this has nothing to do with the questions I sent him. Yeah, which is your favorite fighter to watch when you do this? Oh, my favorite fighter to yeah. watch. Yeah, um, boxing, MMA, just anything. Wow. Um, honestly, not not because of the viewership that I got off of this brother, but Michael Venom Page. This guy here. Oh, this guy here. Like I, I made it was just random. I remember because he was the dude who threw the pokeball at the dude he knocked out. <laughs> Right, yep. a couple years ago, <laughs> and it was in my mind, and I was sitting there like, "Yo, wait a minute, I remember this, but what what was his name? I've I don't think I've ever done commentary on." So I was getting ready to record um a commentary on that fight, and then I saw on YouTube they had a compilation of his knockouts. So I said, "Huh, 
Why do one video when I could do all when I could do all of them? So initially, I was just gonna put um you know go one by one with each fight, but then some ended fast, and I didn't want to like stretch out one knockout for four minutes. So I said, you know what? I'll compile everything up until this point because I think at the time I was doing like a series on Mike Tyson. Yeah. So since that was the case, I said, all right. I'll do one video of every knockout that Venom Page has. And then I had remembered he got knocked out by Douglas Lima. It was the one loss that he actually ever had in his life. Mm -hmm. Kickboxing, boxing, MMA. So I said, oh, yo, I can chronicle this dude's whole life mm -hmm. in one video. I put it in the video, 6.1 million views on YouTube. <laughs> right now, I think it's my highest viewed video I ever had. Or he, is it's actually, he is straight disrespectful. Actually. Yeah. Well, I, actually, you're, I, so I actually did some research. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm a research kind of guy. Yeah. So I actually looked into your most viewed videos. Yeah. I think the, the knockout video, I think, is number three. Your most viewed video is the my three thousand pounds? Oh, the fat family, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, good, good video, good video. <laughs> yeah, that was had my name in there. That was amazing. <laughs> yeah, Yo, was you know, fun fun fact about that video. I recorded it in um I, the length of it was three minutes on the original one, but I recorded it in five minutes because I I spoke straight through for about like I'd have to say about ninety some seconds. Stopped to take a breath and get some water. I still kept it all recording. Went back, sat down, and then finished the recording because wow. it all happened off of a whim. I'm sitting there. I'm on Facebook and I'm having a conversation with my brother who also is morbidly obese and out of nowhere I just see this compilation oh well not compilation I just see this video of these extremely large individuals and this one guy where his stomach is it's like a hoppity hop yeah. inside of his pants so I'm yeah. like whoa wait a minute here human Snorlax so I said alright I, I right. think I think God I got to do something about this. Yeah. So I grabbed my brother's mic, and then I said, all and right. I really killed you. God let's, damn. Um, <laughs> let's go and, and, and record something. And yeah. then lo and behold, I post it. I go to sleep. I wake up. It's at 2 million views on Facebook. I said, all right. <laughs> I, and then for some apparent reason, on, um, on Facebook, my name was in it. Instagram, my name was in it. Um and I put a clip on Twitter. My name was in it, but YouTube if you just put your name for whatever it. for whatever <laughs> reason, to... I guess I put the raw file before I put my at name in it on YouTube. <clears throat> on YouTube, it didn't even blow up initially, but I guess somebody must have downloaded it from there, and wherever else they shared it must have immediately gone viral on the other end mm. because mm. at that point, that's where when you see it circling, you're, you're crying. Right. But it's <laughs> everywhere that you, it's like, circulating. It really killed him. Yeah, but everywhere that it's circulating, it's like, yo, who's speaking? I'm like, yo, it's, it's me. No, it's Chico B. Chico oh, B. Bean. So I, I'm sitting there like, so people, it, it became a point where it's like, yo, this joint across the internet, everywhere, like from my calcula um, calculations from when I stopped was a total of 100 million views. Oh, Wow. And that was in the, I'd say, November of 2019 of wow. everywhere where I calculated all the different, you know, millions of views everywhere else. Yeah. On my platform alone, I think on fa my old Facebook page before they took it down, it was at like, I think, 7 million. My YouTube, they actually took down the roast um, off my YouTube three weeks ago. And I don't want to dispute it because I don't want to have a situation where I put another strike on the channel. Right, so I'm right, like, right. I just got to take the L. It is what it is. But um, yeah, it's, it's, it's by far my most viral video. And a lot of people, they, they have no clue it's me who did it. Um, until you know, you you'll hear another video that goes viral. Like, yo, this guy sounds familiar. I could have swore I heard him from somewhere. Then you'll go back. Then right. go back. Oh, 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 oh. There we go. <laughs> yeah, yes. but 
Yeah. Speaking of strikes, mm-hmm. I know you got a history with oh, these copyrights. Oh, now. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You want to talk? Want to give us more detail about it? Well, in total. Oh, um, actually, speaking of, like, and I know because of this, you also put some of the content on Pornhub as well. Yes, yes. That's actually what the catalyst for me making a Pornhub account was. I, I, I remember that part. Yeah, yeah. Because I figured, problems. hey, man, you know, I watch, I watched Avengers um, Infinity War on Pornhub. Yes, I was. So, yes. Why? So, whoa, excuse me, brother. They put it on Pornhub? Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. HD quality. It I was, didn't watch it on there, but yes, they also they put a lot of they put a lot of movies on Pornhub. Yeah, yeah. I was I was, for a piece of me thought, man, I wonder if they have it in three D. But then I figured that's a bad idea because especially if, on the website. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah, you got it on autoplay, all of a sudden no, the next video come on, and now now you, you in know, trouble. Yeah. Now you in trouble. <laughs> yeah, video come on. Now you getting came. Now you really hope. <laughs> I, I, mean, so, I don't. I don't. You know. I don't. I was not ready for that line. I, yeah. <laughs> I don't. Uh, I don't frequent Pornhub, so... <laughs> Neither do I, unless I'm uploading. I really don't. Like, me and porn, we, I've grown out of that phase. Like, once <laughs> I've I've old, lying. it's like, straight, I'm all right. Listen, speak for yourself, all right? I yeah. am speaking for myself. Oh, you just... You <laughs> That's why I say you lying. Night, you... <laughs> no, not like that. <laughs> I uh, feel the power. No. Yeah, oh, yeah. So, yeah, back to the, um, the strikes. You would... But, yeah, yeah, with the strikes, um, my Facebook... Well, across all of social media, I'm a I'm a targeted man. Uh, um, they got a contract for me. Like honestly, I, I think if if this was like the the 1980s, and I was in some sort of, I'd have been dead already. Yeah. Like that, <laughs> somebody was run by the mafia. Oh or yeah, something? oh yeah, oh. absolutely. Somebody got you a gun. Take on, care. They got a potato on top of a, a muzzle. It's over for me. Take care. So, of them, oh yeah, oh yeah. It's one of those you know somebody dap you up that you never met before. Like hey man, take care. What you mean? Take, take care. Hold on. In the afterlife. <laughs> now you watching. You sit in front row at Michael Jackson and Prince. It's crazy. Kobe Bryant next to you giving you. Popcorn. Oh exactly, son. You're like, how did I get here? And this man showing you. Pull up next he's showing you to turn around, fade. Uh, it's crazy. Oh, but um, right. with with Facebook initially, that's where it had started. Because um, I had a little bit of a battle with um, Facebook in the summer of 2017 mm. because um, this was in the midst of the NBA Finals. So this is where, because um, I, I run the commentary series, like yep. you said, for the, um, the highlight series. Mm-hmm. But the, it, the birth of it was actually the NBA Finals in 2017 because I had done isolated videos, but I never did a episodic kind of Like series, series like that. Yeah, so then I said, yo, I was sitting there like, man, nobody does commentary on the NBA on on highlights like that on a frequent basis anymore because Chris Berman he used to do it on NFL primetime. I said, yo, I should. So I started after week um um game one. It was uh game one was like twenty thousand views. Game two got forty two thousand. So I said, like, oh, I got some here. And the day before game three was set to come on, I did a commentary on a bunch of crackheads <laughs> doing craziness. Like one guy lit, you know, he's able to light his nail on fire because he was like rubbing it on a helmet. Another dude was on fire himself and just, just wiggled and the fire ended. Didn't make any sense. Another dude backflipped off of a roof, landed on his two feet. Another guy fell off of Lord knows where he fell from on top of a car. Just got destroyed the hood of the car, got off the car, walked off like it was nothing. So I just did, okay, crackheads are super, you know, they're supermen, right? And that Making video, that Dave got, Chappelle scare come true every day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it, 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 it got two million views in three days. And then I'm like, oh, man, I got something here. Uh, cool. And then in the midst of recording my, you know, game three. Yeah. It got uh, um they they they, they probably blocked mixed. me for thirty days on Facebook Ooh. and took down the the crackhead video. I'm like, wait, and then I couldn't I couldn't post my my NBA, NBA commentary number, so it's it halted my momentum. So I'm like, yo, wait a minute here, hold on here. And what was wild was on Facebook during this 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 you know the, the whole month yeah during this this time and yeah. my momentum that was building, 
There was porn that was on Facebook that you can see. There was beheadings that was oh, on Facebook absolutely. that you can yeah, see. Yeah, you're right. Like straight up Fight murder. Insane. And these videos had tens of Million. thousands, <laughs> tens of millions of views. And I'm sitting there like, wait, you took mine down this is right on here. a commentary. But this is murder. And you f- you fine with this. So I'm like, okay, I got an issue. Mm-hmm. So that's where the birth of all of the strikes started. And yeah. then ultimately the year after, I, I had amassed um, 122,000 on Facebook. They took my entire page. YouTube, um, from 20, when I when I first got into 100,000, because I had gotten, I don't think I had a, a single, uh, no, 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 this is before this. When um, my first video I ever got taken down was, at least a strike on the channel, was on my Super Bowl 52 commentary and that's where the birth of the whole nancy jokes it came from nancy Nancy. oh yeah and and that one they had taken it down and that was pretty much from that point moving forward i think over the course of my entire youtube channel's life i've had a total of like 27 strikes and a probably the amount of weeks of suspension would probably amass up to about like 11 months wow yeah like 11 months Damn, that's a lot. And, yeah. and he not joking. He really targeted. Yeah. So, and yeah. But the, the, the crazy thing is YouTube has, or they've never said, have they ever hit you with the one more time and you're like oh, done for good? All the time. Oh, last, seriously? Last year, um, last year around the summer, I believe, I was at a spot where it's like, yo, I think this is, I think this is the end. Because I had, um, I apparently they changed their algorithm to where now warnings don't leave your channel for life. So I had gotten two warnings back to back days in March of last year. Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting there like, wait, they put a warning on my channel talking about child safety and all this other stuff. On a regular video about me talking about Facebook mm-hmm. blocking me. I never mentioned the child in the video, nothing. And regardless of the fact that I appealed and everything, they still came back and rejected it. So now I have a warning on the channel to where I'll never again receive, you know, hey, just giving you a heads up. We took down your video, but we're not going to give you a strike. No. Now it's some, yo, we noticed something in your video. Yo, we putting a strike on your channel. You suspended for at least a week, right? So when that started, I said, all right, I got a warning. And then for a three-month span, I had a community guideline strike followed by a copyright strike followed by a community guideline strike followed by a copyright strike and it got to a point where when you have three community guideline strike your your channel supposed to get terminated yeah. when you got three copyright strike your channel supposed to get terminated I had two warnings two community guideline strikes two copyright strike at the same time Ooh. So now I'm li- I'm in a spot where you on that th- you on that type. It's not even real. thin ice at this point. Nah, like the ice is melting. Yeah, yeah. Like it's melting. I'm damn near. Uh, my toe is in the water at this point. <laughs> so I'm sitting there like, wow, I don't know what I gotta do. <laughs> so that that was I, I was at the point where it's like, okay, well, it is what it is. And I've told I've told my followers, I've told my supporters this time and time again, I'm not gonna make a backup channel. Well, if they take mm. the social media from me, that's the end of it. You gotta catch me on stand up. So that that's just that's just the way that I see it because it, it's counterintuitive at that point to try to rebuild everything. It's not because because wor- working from from scratch to get to this point because um I, I know you guys seen from that I've, I've been able to you know partner with some brands yeah I've been able to get some sponsorships and things mm-hmm. of that nature. They take my channel and now I have to rebuild that yeah the the same videos where I was making a hundred thousand views two hundred thousand views and that was my leverage that i had to try to see if i can get sponsors Mm -hmm. i don't have that anymore Mm -hmm. so that 
possible cash flow that I may have had, it's yeah, that's like gone. Getting terminated. Yeah, that's yeah. and that's terminated. And yeah. most people, let's be honest, majority of people are lazy here. So we're like, yo, this person ain't posting no more. All right, I'll go find somebody else who got something going on. Because they're not going to really go and seek you out to find you. No. Vast majority of people who follow you, they just follow you. Yeah, so. they just follow you because they seen the videos like, yeah, exactly. oh, you know, this, this is where the channel goes? Exactly. So since that's the case, I'm like, yeah, I can't. I'm not I'm not in a position where I could go and, you know, start over and stuff. And you said this was last year, right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And you know what will what, what be crazy? It's crazy about that because YouTube was one of the things that kept people sane last mm -hmm. year. With, Absolutely. You know, just watching stuff online because we can't go outside no more. Mm -hmm. And here they have someone who's, you know, making, who's making money for them, essentially. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like doing the thing, putting out content left and right. And you're going to, you're, you're basically jeopardizing that over what sounds like misunderstandings. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Or I just being imagine. straight petty. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? I can't imagine what the God, like copyright strike, I can see mm -hmm. nonsense they were going with. But like community, community guidelines. guidelines, I'm like, what yeah. happened? Especially the, the child one. Yeah, like, exactly. Because the, the problem that I have with copyright is I completely understand as long as you do the same thing with everybody. Because it's one thing if you just claim the rights to a video, you get all of the monetization. I completely get that. Mm -hmm. Because like, for example, with my NFL commentaries, I've never received a dime for those. Yeah. Not one. Right. And over the course of the past, well, now five years, the five seasons that I've been doing it, um, it's garnered over 40 million views total. That's why the Internet says he is making a one point seven million dollar. No, I'm not. Mm. No, I'm not. The money that was that would have been generated, generated from all that. of that viewership Go is probably through. well, the six figures crazy, probably like seven hundred thousand. Probably still with the NFL. Yeah, probably. Like, and all of that money is going towards them, right? Yeah. So I'm I'm getting all of these views for you. I'm doing all of this other stuff for you. But then you'll say, yeah, um, we're going to take your video down for copyright. But this other channel that's just as big as you, if not bigger than you, that doesn't have a partnership with us, yeah, we'll just let them ride out. Like, that that, that never made sense to it's, me. Like, one of the copyright strikes that I got was um, Rajon Rondo fought against... Um, uh, when oh, he was, Chris, oh, wasn't it Chris Paul, right? Yeah, it was Chris Paul. Chris Paul, right? And that. that video, I had made it, it got like 20,000 views on Instagram. But on YouTube, it was approaching like 25,000 after I had posted it, and they took it down for a copyright. And I said, wait a minute. How are you going to take this down for copyright and say, yo, I'm, I'm using, you know, somebody's, the NBA's licensed footage and everything? But when you search the fight, it's There's all over the place. 86, and I had counted at the time, 86 different YouTube channels <laughs> that either too. reposted the fight, about 17 did their own review or commentary, and then 33 had the video watching and they just reacted to the fight. Mm. I'm sitting there like, wait a minute, how are you going to single me out? Not only take the video down, but then put a strike on the channel, suspend me from uploading for a week. And and talk, yeah, you can't use this, but other people can. What what is the avenue? How I, how are you? How do you? Yeah, what's the logic? The here? idea yeah. of the react reaction itself was kind of wild because, like, to be honest, they're just people. Like, there's some channels where they just is mm -hmm. them and like another side. Yep. And then the other side is the whole video itself. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And they're like they're not only they're not getting copyright strikes or anything on yeah. this, but yeah. if you do like just commentary on it, they're like. Yeah, it's copyright. Because they're saying they're saying like you got to put the video a bit smaller somewhere and then edit it to where it's in a smaller corner. But I'm sitting there like, yo, I understand, you know, getting f the loopholes that exist there. Yeah. But theoretically speaking, if you have somebody who's going through all of the video or like an AI that's supposed to detect it, your system is incredibly flawed mm. at that point. And then when you send me, <laughs> it's incredibly you know, flawed. If the only thing that stops it is 
shrinking it from A11 to 710. Exactly. And then with the reaction channel, no disrespect to reaction channels, but the vast majority that I've seen, a lot of people don't got no personality. Like, they'll just sit there, they'll just watch the stuff, ha ha, they'll laugh. It's not even a funny kind of laugh. They bring nothing to the actual video to where you can actually, if you just wanted to watch the video, you could just watch it by itself. Yeah. But these people are making like a living off of just sitting there staring at something that you could have already watched without them. Mm-hmm. Like, get 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 your money how you live. I'm not going to hate on you. Do what you got to do. Yeah. But we, we live in a time now where you don't really got to do too much on, on the internet in order to get, you know, get over. That's right. But then in my case where I'm actually, I'm, I'm, I may be using the footage, but it's fair use in a sense because I'm there's no audio from you. No. It's all from I'm providing my own original audio. Yeah. The entire premise of what's happening on the video has changed because it's gone from the, what was happening with with sports. It's now become entertainment mm-hmm. and, 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 and commentary and comedy and things like that. So every aspect of what's happening has been altered. In a sense, the only thing that's being used is the footage. The footage now, itself, if it's right. if it's a matter of you, you just don't want us to use your footage. All right, cool. But then play that same card with everybody. Who, that's my problem that I have with social media. It's who, just that don't 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 do this with me. You know. And those people not only use the the footage, but they use the audio, yep. the original audio, yep. and everything along with it. Mm-hmm. That's got to be hella frustrating. Oh, I, incredibly frustrating. Incredibly frustrating. Because I I I'll mute the entire video. And I'll put in minutes to hours, you know, work whether it's for work it. for this, whether it's finding the video, cutting the video up, recording, yeah. um, then going along the lines of posting, writing in the tags, everything, then sharing my own because t- I'm I'm my because I promoter, the idea of your, like because so the whole NFL content, it's not like you just take one game and then put it together. Yeah. You're taking clips mm-hmm. from and Multiple merging games. it, yeah. and it's jumping from back and forth. Back and forth yeah. all the time, mm-hmm. and the Sunday commentary, like literally, it's my entire day. Yeah. Like when I Damn. when I start when I start from kickoff at one p.m. up until the final snap of the last game, I'm recording the entire afternoon of every single game. And the one thing, there's quotables that are in there, but I'm saying different stuff every single game, like every single game. A lot of times it goes over people's head because, and mind you, it's not like I'm because in 2017 I was doing like four or five minute videos. It's probably like eight minutes at the max. Mm-hmm. Now I'm giving you like 20 minutes the at 30, the least, 20 minutes 30 to 30 sometimes. Like the Super Bowl 50, 55 was 52 minutes. I'm giving you a comedy special. <laughs> I'm, not yeah. getting, I'm not getting, <laughs> getting a, a dime. dime. <laughs> I'm doing this for free. Just because right? you love it. Just because I, 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 I love this joint. Mm-hmm. And... What what sucks is on the other end, it's like, yeah, that's great. We appreciate you bringing us views. All right, we we received our, rene- our revenue from it. Yeah, we're gonna take down the video now. It's like renting. Yeah, it's like you like they gave you an apartment. Like, oh, I see you did everything. You paid your rent all time. Here's an eviction notice. Yep, <laughs> yep. For so no reason. Yeah. And they cut the lights while you did, and still expect you to pay the rent. Damn, that's that's hell of that's gotta be hell of frustrating. Yeah, and then it's not even just on YouTube. It's on um. Probably on Facebook, um, yeah, fa- Facebook, Facebook. Now I'm actually currently blocked right now on Facebook, and they blocked me for a Manscaped ad because they said I was I was on um, promoting nudity. I'm like, how was I promoting nudity? I didn't even the entire ad was the video from Manscaped where they were showing the bag and the different products. There wasn't a single showcase of somebody's testicles. No. <laughs> And they said, "Yeah, you know, you you How you, can you promote you, nudity. You get paid. That's a paid exactly. Promotion from it's them. a paid promotion from them. From and what's them. crazy was there was a sponsored ad from, from Manscaped. Manscaped I bet. After I got blocked, I'm like, wait, yeah, so, hold on here. 
Facebook's <laughs> like their whoever's running their their content uh let's just call it what it is censoring department. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They need to be fired because mm-hmm. they, like you said, like you mentioned earlier, they allow some of the absolute craziest things to be passed through the, the, mm-hmm. the um, you know, through the, the line, They're through timelines, through anything. Mm-hmm. If you go but search anything, it shows look, up. Yep. I got I got banned from Facebook for calling Carolyn Bryant a lying whore. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah, y'all, we all know who Carolyn Bryant is, mm-hmm. right? Sure. Yeah. Emmett Till, Carolyn <laughs> Bryant. Yes. Oh, yeah. She came out and said that she lied. That she lied. Yes. Yeah. And I, I said, and I was in a, I was in a. Uh, I was in a, a comment board and someone got the name confused. I was like, no, you're talking about Carolyn Bryant. She's the lying whore that said, I got banned for like, I think it was like three days. And I'm like, wait, hold on. So when I appealed the decision, like it went all the way to the top. I forgot the the name of the board that actually reviews these things, but it was like an official uh, like challenge, like almost like the Supreme Court of, of Facebook. Yeah. Like, Facebook has a Supreme Court? No, it's like... This is getting wild. This is like... I'm like shocked this. you made it that far. I wouldn't even make it past the entry level. Like, nah, <laughs> Brother, I appeal... Because I'm like, nah. Nah, I'm not... I'm not... No. It's the... At that point, it's it the, principal. the principal. Yeah, it's the principal. It was the principal, the principal for me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I was like, y'all let this stuff... Y'all let Donald Trump say all these things on Facebook, lying to people and invoking all these other... You crazy gotta, things. Yeah, I went. Yeah, oh, I went. Nah, there, go after everything. I like, went. You let AON get through this. <laughs> you let anyone get anything. Come on, I y'all let Q and Nine talk shit on Facebook. Like, mm-hmm. nah, I was like, nah. But I call one person a lying whore, and I got, I gotta go through court. That's yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Come yeah. on, yo. So yeah. Facebook, Facebook's uh, algorithms and it, whatever it is, they they need to revamp it and. And that's why, see, that's why Mark Zuckerberg just lost $7 billion. Yo, absolutely. Absolutely. It's just desserts. No, yeah. And then enough, even on Instagram yeah, as well, because Facebook owns Instagram. So Instagram yep. is the same thing because I'm currently shadow banned on Instagram. I oh, have been shadow banned. Yeah, I've been for like Damn. two years. Like, it's crazy. I don't, I can't, when you search me on IG, you type in Chisel Adonis, the first thing that pops up is actually somebody who had made a fan page like four mm. years ago. For whatever reason, I can't get this page deleted. Like, they don't even <laughs> upload on there. Like, it's just <laughs> random. I'm like, dude, I don't want another page to pop up when you search me. Like, I appreciate, you know, the love and everything. Uh, yeah. But, I mean, if you ain't uploading on there, what's the purpose of you having it on there? You got three posts of a website that's defunct now. Like, it's, you might as well just get rid of that joint. So, but it still pops up, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm shadow banned on, on, on IG and constantly, like, they took my TikTok, I had 65,000 on a day. They took my whole TikTok. Like, oh, it says on did. my, yeah, on my end, it says, hey, you know, your 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 account has been restored. But then at the bottom, rather than giving me an opportunity to X out, you know, that notice, it yeah. just says log out. But if you search me on TikTok, it pops up and say, yeah, this, um, this, this account has been suspended. So why is it that you would say on my end, yeah, your account been restored, mm-hmm. but then you put a notice to log out, but then on the other person, it's like, nah, nah, you've been blocked. So you can't just be honest with me. And then, so I just had to make a new TikTok. IG every single, and I post the same thing every time they take a post down. You know, it's the South Park, and it's gone. I post it every <laughs> single time when something gets taken down. And it was a three-week span. I posted 13 times that they had taken they had taken a video down or whatever. Mm-hmm. And what bothers me about it is, shout out to Snoop, but Snoop, Snoop Dogg Dog, Snoop Dog has now Dog. become... Like the new way, he's become the new age world star hip hop on on IG. Oh yeah, because he he'll post fights, he'll post everything. He'll post anything. I had taken a fight from Snoop Dogg's page. This fight had eight million views on his page. I took it, did a commentary on it, same length, posted it. They said, "Yeah, we got to take this down. It's promoting violence." What? What? But then on Snoop Dogg page, it got eight million views constantly. You go down his entire page, everything that they ever said 
I violated community guidelines. His entire page is that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, man, yo, maybe if I got the verification badge, I, I would be able to talk. But nah, I, I don't think that's the case. I'm just a marked man. Mm-hmm. I'm just a marked man. So since that's the case, maybe I'm like, yeah, I got to roll out. out with everything, you know? Maybe Snoop can just put your stuff on his page. It wouldn't be a problem. Yeah, perhaps. <laughs> uh, maybe. I mean, there's a couple of people that he has posted in the past, and all of a sudden they... Explode. Blew, they they blew up or whatever. But I'm I I I have come to the, the the terms where, and I think this is where, um, I can relate a bit more to Patrice. Where it's one of those if you know you know kind of situations. Mm. So because I I I don't need all the attention. Like I never really been one who said, man, you know, I want to have this number of followers and not for me it never mattered. If I had ten people who were watching my stuff, I treat you the same way I do with a hundred thousand people watching me because it's more about that rapport that 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 relationship that you build with the people who are watching your stuff. I don't care about views. I don't care about subscribers. Don't care about followers. Don't care about none of that stuff. For me, it's a relationship that you cultivate with the people who are watching your stuff. So as long as I have, I still have the platform to do so, then I'm good. Yeah. But if they keep, you know, they trying to block away. me everywhere, then you, can do. you know, it's funny that you say that because I'm gonna be honest with you. I did not expect this to happen. I did not expect you to respond to me mm-hmm. about the request. But it's funny because you've actually responded to me before. Yeah. I know you don't remember, but there were. Huh? Nothing. Of course not. <laughs> see, you see what I'm talking about? You see what I'm talking about? I'm taking shots. Every time, every chance he gets. Um, the first time I ever reached out to you was uh I think it was one of the one of the very first times that WWE came to Barclays Center. Cause I know ah. you're I know you're a big WWE. Oh, yeah. fan. I was actually gonna bring that up. So like if we ever end it, y'all can just end it on WWE and be happy. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Look, I give you things. Fair, that's true. You, you, it's more shots than anything else. But anyway, look, um, the good comes with the evil, bro. It does. <laughs> Got to balance. Um, I knew you were at the show because I used to be on Instagram. I can't stand Instagram, but nonetheless, I knew you were there because I saw your post on Instagram. Yeah, and I was like, oh, yo, I, I'm here too. I, I'm a fan of yours. Mm-hmm. Want to meet up after the show for a photo op or whatever? You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't remember exactly what happened, but I think because the, the reception in the Barclays was just terrible that night, we never yeah. got a chance to meet up. The second time, um, I was watching one of your old videos, yeah, and I asked you what song did you have in the background, and you actually made an entire video of how you had to go through an old busted laptop mm-hmm. to look up in the old video, tried to find whatever song it was, and actually got back to me. I think it was. Um, I think it was a Sadat X song. I was going to say, do you remember the song? Because yeah, I'd be mad for him if you was, don't remember the song. It was the questions by wow. Sadat X. Wow. That, that is old. Yeah. That is old. Yeah, bro. Wow. I was like, well, wait, he actually got back to me because, you know, not for nothing, but, you know, celebrities, they don't really listen to common people like us. So mm-hmm. the fact that you actually, who, ha- uh, 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 who have a following. Oh, for a second, I thought you were calling me a celebrity. That's what I was thinking, too. Yeah, I was like, yeah. man, you, you <laughs> I, up. Congratulations, my brother. Yeah, you, right? I, you know, I do consider you a celebrity. Like, the, you have a following, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, you have, like you say, how many million? You have, you have 94 million views on YouTube, bro. Yeah. That's a lot of views. A lot of people who actually come to listen to what you have to say. And your videos and your comments, people are, like... They're engaging with you, and you engage back. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, that's your streams, especially the last one, the mm-hmm. Running Back University versus the Gruden Grinders. Oh, yeah, yeah, That's yeah, the last yeah, one yeah. I showed up on my thing. And, mm-hmm. like, especially with Hot Mike, so oh, which yeah. I was going to get into. Mm-hmm. Well, we, well, we can get to that in a second, but the fact that you actually, you know, engage with your fans and your mm-hmm. followers, it speaks volumes, bro. Like, like I said, I did not expect to pull this off, but the fact that we did, it, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's no, it's a big deal for, for both of us because this is something that we really, like, 
we really thank you for it, bro. Oh, well, I appreciate that. Because mm -hmm. for, for, for me, it's it, like I said earlier, you know, it's about cultivating that relationship with the people. Because at the end of the day, I'm, I've never really been like, yo, with other people, you'd be nowhere. But in in life, it's it's about building relationships, building partnerships, building friendships. Mm -hmm. And if somebody takes time out of their day to watch your video, you could take time out of your day to, you know, reply to a comment or reply back to a DM. Like from 2016 until I'd say... November of um, 2020, I had, rec I had I replied to every single DM that wow. I ever received in my life. Every single one. Um, there were times in which, you know, somebody would just reply to a story, I'd leave a like or whatever, but I would open every single message, whether it's on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, no matter where it's at, mm -hmm. I got to every single message. And I added everybody. Like my Facebook, if somebody sends me a friend request, I add everybody. Mm. And and I mean, if people send me messages now, it's kind of tough to get to because I constantly keep getting blocked, so I right. can't reply with it. Right. But on Instagram, I could always reply back to um, stories. But it wasn't until I went to Puerto Rico um, last November where for six days, I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to touch social media. Like I'll have scheduled posts, but I'm not going to touch social media. And then the DMs kind of, it, it ended up going over 800. Mm. Because since I kept, you know, responses with everybody people would always hit me back yeah so now it's like overwhelming to it's like damn i can't get to every dm no more and a piece of me feels guilty but then i have to understand like yo you can't like you still got stuff you got to take care of and everything so when i can get to it i get to it but in at least now but at the time before oh i'm replying to everything like the amount of people that ask me to come on their podcast is crazy mm. and it's like upwards of like 50 to 100 like per month people are like yo um i got this podcast going i got this i got that i'm like all right um i'll check what my availability is looking like and if we can do it then we'll make so it, happen. Be it but the one thing that i'm not gonna do is give somebody like the cold shoulder and be right, like yeah right. you sent me an email i'm not even gonna look at it i don't know why you <laughs> sent me that email like, i don't i don't i don't do that who are you <laughs> exactly so what i what i always do is because i remember there was there was one time where um one of my friends actually had told me like yo you gotta stop you know, going on all these different shows. I'm like, though, it's it, it's nothing to me. Like, give an hour, two time. hour, three hour. I got the time, yeah. and I love speaking to people. Mm -hmm. Like, as much as I dislike humans <laughs> and stuff of that nature, I'd still I love Don't humans. Trust me. I understand. Yeah, 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 I would yeah, still, yeah. and I'm not even an animal lover either. I just dislike humans. No. So, you know, I, I just, so, so for me, it was like, yo, I just, I'll speak to whoever. And we could talk about, you know, no matter what it may be, I, you don't need to really prep me on what it is that we're speaking about. It doesn't matter what it is. I know a little bit about a lot of things, mm -hmm. so we can make it happen. So for me, cultivating that relationship, responding to as many people as I can, and then if somebody's in my vicinity, you know, we can link up. Whatever, you, know, you want to go out for drinks? I got time. All right, let's do it. We're getting dinner tonight. <laughs> no big deal. Mostly because I'm starving. Okay, yeah, that's fair. Right. We got to walk over to that ramen place. I want to see if they open. Well, which one? The the one over down the yeah 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 okay. by 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 Fifth Avenue. Avenue. Okay, Can't yeah yeah. Oh, even if it's closed forever, I want to pay my my, uh, my yeah, respects. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah, um, no more sweet tea for you, bro. Yeah, <laughs> it, it could be like we'll that see. sometimes. We'll see. Um, I now let, let's just go to some random questions that I have. Right. Mm -hmm. So, uh, for me or for him? I ain't worried about <laughs> you, man. Um, who are some of your other favorite? YouTubers, because you're definitely in my top three, uh, alongside um, Hot Damn I Rock and uh, uh, Long Beach Griffey. Yeah, Long Long Beach Griffey's dope. He's hilarious. They, he is hilarious. And <laughs> what I love about him is he's 110% authentically himself. I and see. he refuses 
to let you you cannot cancel him and if you want to attempt he's going down on his sword right like he's never going to compromise uh, um who he is who else did you say you said hot um, damn, um, damn i rock my the, god that dude here Carter. when when i had kane carter man, that oh, dude yeah. when um everybody like in the gr golden age of youtube if you will um back 10 years ago and everything mm -hmm. although he had his you know controversy with patrice and everything years mm -hmm. back but the one thing that i appreciated about him and um, a lot of those other black creators at the time, you could see the creativity that they had oh. and how they delivered their stuff and the adversities that he's been able to face, whether it's the passing of his best friend, mm -hmm. you know, him dealing it's, with all of the, all the, issues, the mental and, and yeah. physical and everything. And he's still, you know, he's still alive. He's still doing his stuff. I really, for that brother, I really hope that he has like a, some friends around him mm -hmm. that's like there for him mm -hmm. because with, his whole maturation of where he got is one thing that it taught me about people because when he um did like because the lift gang and everything was like 2015 mm -hmm. he returned back in 2016 and i think i wasn't even a year into creation and everything and when he was talking about the situation and watching the the prog the progression from his first video back to about like the sixth or seventh video afterwards where people in the comment section they were those like yo we here with you yo we we rocking with you you our guy we're gonna be patient we hope you okay and there's other people like yo talk talk about bitches yeah yeah, oh, yeah. Yo, why don't you yo why you ain't talking about Some... these hoes no more yo what's going on yo we want brotherly love yo we want naughty or nice so i'm like oh wait this is where i had the, the mentality because i already had it but then this was one of the guys where i'm like yo i figured because he had won the king of the internet all yeah, that right, yes, I remember but that, yeah. all of that stuff but you could see there's a lot of people who they don't they don't subscribe to you they subscribe to your content right so a lot of people they only come around to see what it is that you produce they don't care about you at all so with that being the reality of the situation i said ah i know i know the way i should approach this so every time somebody will tell me about the numbers that I have or the viewers that I'm like, don't matter. Mm. Because for me, of the 373,000, 374,000 subscribers that I have, I probably got about, I'd say like 100 to 150 people who really rock with me. Mm. And then even a lower percentage of that, probably like 50 who are like, yo, we we here for you. We here for you. Now like what that, you, going you, through, you, my, got you. you my guy. Yeah. You know? So it's and and I try I try to break the fourth wall because a lot of time people can put up a front. Yeah. On social media. Like that it's the genjutsu on social media. The illusion is crazy. Yes. Like <laughs> you could just put on a whole facade and be somebody completely different. I try to peel off the skin of of who I am at all at all times. So I try to I try to make sure I'm as transparent as possible. But um for me, um YouTubers that 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 would have to be or content creators at the top of the list right, definitely yes. um hot damn I rock for sure um he's there um my guy uh, Tommy Sotomayor that's my guy mm -hmm. um he's there um as well um if I had to say one more person that I watch frequently on the, oh wrestling bios okay um, yeah yeah that dude in in the UK if I ever go overseas I gotta I gotta I gotta go over there so I'd say that's my top three what about Daquan Wilshire um oh man yeah I, I was actually watching this video the other I actually day. Uh, I saw that comment that you made yeah yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah he was a, he yeah, was yeah. a wild yeah, he's, boy he's because I've seen a lot of his um his videos sporadically mm -hmm. but I never really sat there and, and subscribed but I saw he had popped into my um he popped into my EDP um live stream mm. that I was doing after every the whole fallout. Because he did and one then, too. Man, he had did one too. I'm right. like, oh wait, he's in there. I recognize that name. So I went, I started watching his videos, and I'm like, oh, this dude's hilarious. So yeah, he's up there as well. I'd actually I'd put him in my top five because um he 
I think he goes to DreamCon in um RDC mm-hmm. yes. World. Well, yeah, those guys. RDC and, yeah, yeah. And they 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 go to DreamCon and everything. So I think next year I'm gonna pull up um to DreamCon. The tickets are sold out right now. Yeah, and I think yeah. they gotta wait to, you know, do it again. Uh, um, but I, I set my reminders and everything. I gotta pull up and I know they all gonna be there. All I gotta do is just be in the venue and it's a wrap. Because I know my personality can take me. Absolutely. So it, it, oh, somebody just got to recognize, yo, that's a chiseled Adonis. Mm-hmm. And then it's a rat from that particular point. I I'll take per- it from there. I think someone will hear your voice and be like, I know that voice. I know yeah. that voice. Where's yeah. that? <laughs> yeah, because I'll be over there just geeking out as over honestly, animated stuff. I so. love, as honestly as a non-no, I love all the black content creators. Because mm. you honestly feel like when you look at some like ones, like even ones that are like you don't consider, like from RDC World, Deshaun Wolfire, or as he's known on Instagram, take my V card. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you can honestly see when you watch the sub, you can honestly see, you can see some of them try to, like, for they're doing skits. So you can see some of the acting, but still in the acting, you'd be like, that's how he really talks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's being themselves. Even his last video, when he made, when he was like, not everything's gay. And yeah. he's like, that's. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Like, talking, that's, that's really him. That's yeah. sporadic. Yeah. Because like, somebody, somebody had hide. somebody had sent me a message about that um, about that video because I had the post notifications on. So I think I commented within five minutes of the video. Right. No, I, I was watching it and writing the comment as the video was progressing, and right. I, I had posted like fifteen minutes after I had um you know um I had finished watching it. But um the one thing that I find funny about him is we share you know, similar mannerisms mm. in the way that we deliver, you know, lines or the way that uh, um, things develop in our mind. Right. So I'm like, dude, I feel like if we were to hang out, we'd have a hell of a goddamn time. So, yeah, Probably that dude, trouble. that dude, oh yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Like I do all the time. We'd say something, we'd say something ridiculously inappropriate. Great. I would not apologize. <laughs> absolutely not. Yeah. No, no, nor should you. Why yeah. should you? So to wrap this well, up, brother, because like, mm-hmm. we're, we're, we're running out of time. Which um, brother? Huh? What? This brother. All right. Not you. Right. What I do? Th- this brother. Excuse me, brother. Thank you. Your excuse. Let the brother you. go. <laughs> to wrap this up, brother. First of all, we appreciate you for coming. You know what I mean. Uh, we we really appreciate the, the the plug, the the charge up that you might give us, the the notoriety that might come of this. We I appreciate, appreciate all of it. We you appreciate you just showing up. And we just appreciate you showing up. Period. Because, like I said, you did not have to do this, and I did not really expect this. But you know, that's just goes to believing in yourself. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um. Do you have anything that you want to say to people who who are like aspiring content creators or aspiring to just do anything, whatever they decide to do with themselves? What do you have to say to these people? Um, I would say you have to apply the three C's. This is what I live my life by. Okay, You have to commit to the commitment of consistency. And those are the three things that you got to be able to apply to your life. Pretty much what it is that when you start something and you say, this is what I want to do, you've got to stay 100% to the course and it's going to take some time there's going to be a lot of sacrifice there's going to be times where you feel like man think you want to quit you don't think this is going to work for you you just have to stick the course Mm -hmm. because in life there's a ton of you know adversity peaks and valleys that hits everybody Mm -hmm. but it's how you bounce back from those that creates the character that you're going to need to become you know, the person that you ultimately want to be. So at the end of the day, if you have dreams and aspirations of whether it's, you know, YouTube, whether it's um, entrepreneurship, no matter what it is, you've got to commit to the commitment of consistency and then ultimately believe in yourself. Because most people, they'll look at you like, yeah, you crazy. Everybody doing that now. So as far as I'm concerned, anybody can 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 win. Most people who are successful, they just outlasted somebody. Mm. Most people quit. Just don't quit. You just keep, hell, I 
like I like we spoke about her. I've been blocked on on twenty seven some strikes, yep. but in total amount of videos has been removed one hundred and thirteen amount of videos has been removed. You still taking one hundred and thirteen videos has just been removed, and that's that's YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, and and company. My old Facebook page, like four hundred videos gone, yeah. like that. Don't even know where where they are. They're just somewhere, somewhere in, in somewhere, somewhere in inner space. In, in, space, somewhere, right? Just gone. Yep. And I could have quit right countless times. I mean, I've had times where I was doing stand up in front of like ten some people. I was going on just random, you know, places. I was in a bar doing a spot somewhere, and people, ah, oh, shut up. I had enough. Get off the stage. I'm like, all right. Well, I mean, I just got on, so <laughs> I'm here. We doing what we got to do. I had times where people would walk out. I get paid for this. Yeah. No, oh, but there's sometimes where you, you go somewhere and they don't even pay you. Yeah. Like you just go somewhere and then because there's the payment in in comedy is like brutal. Like if you're not if you don't got no name oh, about yeah. yourself, it's gonna be tough. Like you could have an internet presence, but if these promoters don't know who you are, the bookers oh, don't know who you are. They ain't gonna get you nothing. They don't give a damn nope. about you or whatever. Oh, you got all these followers. Great. Where the people at? You know, <laughs> that's so, gonna be that main concern. Yeah, exactly. So since that's the case, you know, you just gotta you just gotta stick the course. That's ultimately what it is. You just gotta not quit. Have that belief in yourself and screw everybody else. There's gonna be times in which your your greatest adversary can be inside your own home. You can wake up in the morning and your parents, your whether it's your dad, whether it's your mom, your brother, sister, grandmother, nephew, niece, doesn't matter what it is. There's gonna be a lot of people who don't believe in you. Your best friends will probably turn their back on you, like, hey man, I think you should you should probably look into something else. Hey sis, I think you should probably look into something else. I don't think it's working. You gotta say, nah, I, I, I got think, it. I'm I, I got it. This. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick to this because even if you gotta do something else on the side. Never forget that ultimately, job. this is what you want to do. A friend told me that because I have a friend. I wish uh, I saw his name. His name is Jermaine Gava. He's making music. Mm-hmm. He told when I I ran into him going home one day. He's like, "Oh, what's your career?" And I was like, "Oh, like I do like I told him I do this job." He's mm-hmm. like, "No, no, no, that's your job. Mm-hmm. What's your career?" Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Oh, okay. Like this is what I'm doing." And I was like, "That's what I told him." I was like, "I was helping my friend doing strict doing Twitch streams." He's like, mm-hmm. "See, that's a career. Your job just pays that." Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Constantly funnel what you gain from your your job, your nine to five. Push that into ultimately the goal that you want to be. Because at the end of the day, you could talk about money, you could talk about all this other stuff, but happiness is what's on the marquee. You want to be able to look back at your life and say, "What's I happy? I'm I'm happy." Yeah. Because you talk to any old people. Gary Vee talks about it all the time. You talk to any old Gary people Vee. in a retirement home. And then the number one thing that comes to their mind, regret. You don't mm-hmm. want to have no regrets. Mm-hmm. You want to live your life balls to the wall. Do it. Do whatever it is that you want to accomplish. You know what you want to do in your life and what you want to set your mind to to go and accomplish. And you're not gonna get there if you don't believe in yourself. So believe in yourself. Commit to the commitment of consistency. You'll be all right. That's gonna be. I want you to know. That's gonna be the title. As soon as I know how to spell it. What? Don't worry about it. Commit to the, <laughs> commit to the, the, the commitment of consistency. Yeah, as soon as I learn how to spell, I get it. Chiseled Adonis, got you. Oh, yeah. Say, you want to say any any last words? No, we good. We good? I mean, that was the most inspirational thing we're going to get. Unless I start making fun dro- of this, we're Drop the mic there, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this has been, a, a to me, this is the, the best episode so far that we've had. And I'm, again, brother, like thank you for coming. The best episode. Well, well, every episode we do is the best episode. Honestly, you know, until that one day when you just leave me because I say something too far. Nah, I ain't gonna do that, brother. But again, brother, thank you for coming. Um, this is this was amazing. This is this is a really good experience, and uh, we hope oh, to yeah. hopefully we can have you again in the future because we could make this a recurring thing. Oh yeah, I mean I live in Brooklyn, so it's not Facts. an issue. It's just a 
20, 26, 25 minute bike ride over. Not that it's big not a bad. deal. Not bad at all. Oh yeah. Start up your whole, start up your old podcast again. Who right, sports? Perhaps. Hold your nuggets. Yeah, perhaps, <laughs> hold my perhaps. nuggets. And maybe we can come on. And, I don't know. We'll, 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 we'll have our people call your people. <laughs> we'll oh, work this right, out. Right, I right, am right, my right. people. Like, I am my people. As am I. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. With that, we want to say peace, love, God bless to everyone. Um, listen out for the next episode. Hope you enjoyed this one.